Hori wana datara? Hori ya wana datara? Hab na ada wata datara. We could switch to Progressa da da. Oh yeah? We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mka? We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh yeah, let's switch to Progressa da da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah! Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Nya, nya, nya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to Progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to Progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee and a Combo Podcast. I am one of your hostesses, the blonde half of the podcast, and my name is Cameron. And I am the other host of the podcast, Jenna. I am the natural brunette, but now redhead. And we love it. Yeah, we love it. We're here for it. Yep. Um, And today's episode, we have a bunch of special guests on, and we are doing some serious girl talk. Uh, we have listener sent in questions that people had just like sent in that they wanted us to ask. And then we also threw a few other things in on there. Um, this is, it's our high school gang all back together. Um, minus the boys. Minus the boys. The, the girl high school gang. Yeah, the girl high school gang. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess that's it. We are going to have them go ahead and introduce themselves. Oh, and we're not drinking anything today. Yeah. Because we're sitting here currently eating all of our leftover from our charcuterie board from last night yeah last night so we're eating goat cheese um uh, so you will know why we're all here together and we'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later but we're all here for a girls weekend we've been trying to plan it for like forever and the last time we tried to all get together i got covid and then like somebody else was like sick and it was just a big old mess and mm-hmm. i feel like this is like our third attempt if i am honestly it feels correctly. like it yeah. at this point at least finally did it we're finally all together and with that, um, why don't you go ahead and start, introduce yourself. Okay, uh, I'm Megan. I was featured in a very early episode of Coffee and a Combo. Um, a very loved episode. Mm-hmm. Very popular episode. Conversation on contraceptives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I guess if I have to reintroduce myself, but... Yeah, give us a little, like, give the pod team a little update. Because you're different. In your life. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Back, well, I feel like I'll start back in May 2020. I graduated from SCSU, got my degree in animal science, um, and I don't know, I don't like when people say they're minors, but I'm just going to, <laughs> um, in political science and Spanish, and then I had an internship this summer in Minnesota with a dairy and beef deal, and then this, this fall, I guess, I worked at home with farming and hauling silage and hauling corn, so that was real fun. And now, actually, I am working for the state as a meat and livestock inspector, which has been interesting, and it's eventful, but it's good. I'm learning a lot, and hopefully helping keep people safe with their food safety, so it's good. Okay, so I have a question for you. Um, If you guys are from South Dakota, or even like the Midwest, you know the East River-West River rivalry. Right. Megan, mm-hmm. coming from East River, 
and now living West River. Mm-hmm. Which is better? Tell us which yeah. is better. Tell us so, how you feel. <laughs> so, yeah, now I live in Wall for my job. I'm Yeah, I moved there Wall in Drug. We all know Wall Drug. Yeah, everyone knows Wall Drug, you know? So, it's actually a good town, and, like, I guess in the winter they don't have a ton of tours, so I'm probably going to change my mind eventually in the summer. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be crazy. Yeah, it might get, like, yeah. annoying <laughs> to have so many tours, but it's okay. Um, I don't know. From my experience being West River now, I just feel like everyone is really friendly, like, I always get waves on the road. Like, even more friendly than... Because people say, like, South Dakota in general is friendly. Yeah, but South that Dakota is in like general is friendly. It's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. But when I come East River, I don't know. People don't wave on the roads. People are know. snotty. They here. don't do the finger wave. I I don't know. I think it's just a little different. It seems like East River people are a little more uptight and do kind of think that they're better than, like, West River people. I think we need to explain for those that aren't from South Dakota. You the guys, rivalry. people do the finger wave, so when your hands are up on your... Uh, on your, your steering uh, wheel, your steering wheel, you put your finger up, and you or wave you're like at everybody, two. or two fingers, sometimes like a whole little halfway, yeah. and you wave at literally everyone on the road, on the highway, mm-hmm. on the street, everybody, whether you know them or not. Yep. And then, especially, I've noticed when I go from like Sioux Falls and I start going through like small towns and stuff, you'll go through like a small town that like you only ever pass through, you never, you don't really know anyone there, and people will still do it. And I'll be like, oh yeah, 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 I'm in, I'm in small town South Dakota. I have to do this now. And start doing it, yeah. And like you kind of forget about it a little bit mm-hmm, because yeah. no one really does it in in Sioux Falls but yeah and then you go back like I go back to Gettysburg and I forget to be doing the wave and you guys were saying that they aren't doing it I feel as like much, it's but I feel like they're kind of dying I don't know and it's I'll sad. and I'll kind of forget to do it yeah and then I'll, I'm like and I'm like oh gosh people think I'm rude and my brother says that there's this one guy oh I won't say names there's this one guy who never does it and he's like it makes me so mad he's like hey he's the only guy which you said other people aren't doing it but he's like he's the only guy who never waves that is and such like, a small and he's town like so beef. He's like so peeved by it. He's like, he never waves. He just thinks he's better than everybody else. Oh <laughs> my gosh. It's so funny. That's Kaylin funny. getting rubbed up. Okay. Okay. Um, next one is you. Um, give us a little introduction and what episode you were on. Okay. Um, my name is Miriam Knoble. Um, or Mim. <laughs> but... I was yelling at an arcade game earlier today, so I have a very low voice currently. Currently. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I was in one of the earlier episodes as well. Um, 22 Countries Later is the name of the title. Um, You need to listen to it, I guess. Scroll way down, probably. It was Um, uh, this past summer. It was almost a year ago, I guess. Yeah, it was was beginning of COVID, kind Mm -hmm. of, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> currently um update in my life if yeah i'm starting nursing at sdsu um really enjoying it living on campus it's been good yeah that's about all i have to say okay yeah um i'm trying to think if we have any we have any special questions for mem mem just give us a fun fact i feel like you like laid out your whole life story in that one episode so if they oh. want to know too much about yeah. you they can go back and listen to that one Which is for right new listeners. Fun fact right now off the top of your head. Yes, I love it. Anything. Love to you. I've driven an elephant. Oh, oh that's okay, that is a fun fact. Okay, we love we that. Love it. We love that. Go. If you want if you want more of the deets on Mim, go back and listen to her uh, solo episode with Cameron. Yes. We had a fun time. Okay. Next person is never been on the podcast before. A longtime mm-hmm. friend. Obviously, he was part of our friend group. Um, um beloved roommate. Um, beautiful soul. <laughs> We're giving you a big, huge thing because you've never been on here before. Is say your name. I'm Callie, and I was yeah in the OG gang in high school, and currently live with Jenna here in Sioux Falls. 
I, like Megan, I guess I'll go back to May 2020. I graduated from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln with an undergrad in biology. And then I moved back to, well, when COVID hit in like March, I moved back to Gettysburg and um, decided to pursue a degree in nursing. So now I'm in SDSU's accelerated nursing program. I'm in my third semester right now. And that is going very well. I will graduate in August and have plans to move back to Nebraska. So that is me. Um, my question for Callie is, because I actually want to do like a whole episode on this. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a lot for a whole episode. Is Callie was in a sorority. Tell us a little bit about what being a sorority yeah. is actually like. What goes on? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Are the girls petty? What, what are, are some like true stereotypes versus what yeah. are some stereotypes us, that are like so not true? Tell us the tea. Um, so not true stereotypes. That's easy. Like all the girls are the same and like um, rich. I think that's often a stereotype. I paid all my sorority bills on my own. Like I worked in the summer to be able to afford it. Also, you're not buying your friends. You're paying money to keep the house running for food. They fed us every day. It was really good. We had actually a live-in, well, not a live-in, a live-in house mom. She was amazing. Loved her lots. Miss her lots. Um, and then we have a house chef that came every day, and her name was Mom Deb, and she's the sweetest soul. Um, and she cooked for us. So, like, um, I just really hate when people say that, like, you're buying friends because, like, you're literally paying have, for I goods. actually had never heard that before. I had never oh, heard that either. But even you say, that. even you saying that, well, I didn't really go to college, so it's no wonder I haven't heard it before. But even saying that, like, I would honestly pay to be, like, someone to send me to a meet and greet so I can meet some cool chicks. Like, meeting friends is hard, so even if that was the case, I know you're saying it's not, but even if that was the case, I wouldn't judge anyone for that because meeting friends and out in the world is difficult mm-hmm. and like just joining a sorority that doesn't guarantee you're gonna make friends yeah. like you have to show up you have to put in the time and effort um i absolutely loved it i'm not gonna lie like i have a great group of girls here but like uh being so far away from college um it was really difficult especially in the beginning and i really found like a family away from my family like one of my best friends emily she's still one of my good friends like we didn't have any time off for easter and like her family opened their home to me every year and like i mm-hmm. went to her family easter and same with, like, my friend Bridget and um, just going back and their family, like, was really, like, welcoming to me and, like, they became my family. Um, same with, like, my friend's May- my friend Maggie, too. Like, I would go to her sister's house and hang out with her and her nephew and um, they re- they did. They became, like, um, my people. You have, That's like, awesome. a bunch of dance- And they were all in my sorority, too. You have, like, a bunch of dances and stuff, right? Yeah. And we have, like, social events with, like, fraternities and other sororities. And I should say the whole buying your friends thing, um, that came from people, like, on campus that weren't in Greek life. Oh, yeah. Like, they would, like, I feel like it was often a stereotype. I say some true stereotypes, though, is, like, people, like, say sisterhood a lot. But, like, um, I guess what I found was really cool, like, when anyone was going through anything, like, really hard, like, everyone was there to back them up, like, 110%. Like, we had sisters that lost parents in college, and, like, Mm. we actually lost a sister, um... When I was a junior, she had just graduated the year prior. And just, like, like watching us all come together for, like, events like that, um, it really is, like, family. Um, That's yeah. awesome. Okay. I- it, even the people that, like, you don't talk to very often. Yeah. Like, you walk in the house, everyone says hi. Um, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I really loved it. Can I ask a question? You sure can. Um, so, I had, like, a few friends in uh, Greek life at SCSU, and... I know that they had certain things that they could not tell anyone, you know, like during initiation, they're like, 
These are secrets. Secret, 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 oh secret. yeah, there's all the secret yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I, is that true? Is yeah, there secrets? there are some things that in like our ritual that are secret. I mean, I was 100% never hazed. Like that is not a thing anymore. Um, I know it was like in the past, but like definitely nothing like that. Um, like what? But it, it's almost like um, what are why? Yeah, what, what is the, the secret? point of secrets? Yeah, I know you can't tell um, us what they are, but what yeah. what is it? I'm um, so it's curious. like you know, like at church, like there's certain like you say the Lord's prayer at this time. Or, like, there's just certain things, and, like, our creed is really important to us, and anyone can know our creed, um, um, which, I mean, we could share it. I could, you. I should be able to say it, but I, I'm, the first line is escaping me at the moment. Um, I feel really bad that I don't know. <laughs> um, but, like, it's just, like, certain things about, like, our history that you learn in initiation, and, like, as you're initiated, like, you just find out more about, like, the history of Fimeo and, like, all the women that came before you. And, like, how they really paved the way because they, like, start... FIMU was the second women's fraternity, it was called back then, in the U.S. And, like, that was back when, like, women didn't even have rights. Like, they couldn't even vote. Um, and it's, yeah. like, you just found out, like, a, a lot of really cool information like that. Okay. And just, yeah. like, a lot of the reasons why behind a lot of our stuff. And then yeah. another question I have is I feel like when you see stereotypes of sororities, a lot of the time it's, like, the southern sororities. Like, all the girls are, mm. like... Super tan, mega skinny, all look like picture perfect kind of thing. Right. So do you think that maybe like your sororities in Nebraska were like, the, do you think the sororities- A little more inclusive yeah. and diverse. Do you think like the ones yes. in the South are maybe different, a little different? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was never like at headquarters or anything like that, but like I know FIMU is big in the South. Like they're very well known. Um, yeah. They're very much like rooted in the South. Our headquarters is in Peach, Peach Tree City, Georgia, and- um, yeah, I mean, sororities are different down there. I think, um, a lot of their traditions are different and I yeah. think UNL has different traditions too. Um, yeah. I would say like my sorority personally was very inclusive, which I really, really like liked. It was one of my favorite things, but I also served on our Panhellenic board. So that was like all 16 sororities had a governing body and I was my chapter's representative for that. And I thought we had like a very good relationship with other chapters and like on campus, like I had like, some of my really good friends were in other chapters. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really inclusive. And, like, our creed, I, my favorite line in it is, like, to be to others what they would, we would be to us. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> to be to others what we would, they would be to us. And it's just basically, like, treat others how you want to be treated. Okay. Yeah. And I really feel like, um, like, just, like, pride in being a woman was huge in being an authority. So, oh, that's awesome. I really found a lot of that there. Okay. Super cool. Thanks for sharing that. We yeah. kind of put you on the spot there. We did. That's a question we didn't practice. However, that's yes. really interesting. Interesting yeah. stuff to learn. All right, you guys. We are going to take a quick break for this lovely coffee pour, and we'll be right Even back. Even though we're not drinking coffee, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so we're going to start with the listener sent in questions, and the first one is... Thoughts on feminism. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I think this is Mim talking. It, yeah, this you know, is Mim. In case you need um, to learn our voices. I think it depends on your generation. Because I think the word has had a lot of different meanings throughout the ages. And so I think you can't just simply say feminism and expect everybody to know what, what you're, talking you're talking about. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Because in every person, you need to define it first, I think is what is crucial because 
some people have the same views, but we'll be arguing about it because they're they defining don't realize the it. Kind of, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. I realize, like with my parents, feminism to them is the people believing, um, like women in the fifties, who were very like, "I'm gonna go live in a cabin and not shave, and I need to be able to do just as much as a man can, and I will conquer, and I'm better than men right. in a sense." And I don't think that is right. But I think nowadays, I think feminism is more of equality. Yeah. In the sense of men and women are equal. Yeah. At least that's how I see it. That's how I define it. Yeah. Which I think men and women should have equal rights. I don't, however, think men and women are the same. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a really really good good. way to explain that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, yeah, it does. And it does get lost a little bit in translation a lot because... I mean, because even now, still, there's some there's some women who take it to the extreme where they're like, men are trash, we hate men, yeah. like, men are beneath us, we're yes. so much That's better, we're like, above no, everyone, like, we hate, we hate men, blah, 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 I'm just like, why? why? Yeah. I think, like, death to what the patriarchy. The yeah. yeah. Which is mm-hmm. not really... But it's, we should all be equal. Yeah. yeah. So right, yeah. Day, I feel like that, mm-hmm. for me, that's what feminism means, is that... Mm-hmm. You know, there are disparities and, like, it's proven that women, you know, make less money than men. Like, there are many statistics mm-hmm. out there. Um, so, I think, I guess, in today's world, feminism is just, like, trying to get both men and women on an equal play. yeah. playing field. And yeah. I think, like, even a lot of just, like, respect for women, like, right. obviously, like, it's more prone that, like, women are abused in relationships like domestically sexually whatever it might be and so like we need to (laughs) obviously that should stop in society and like recognize that women are equal to men and they shouldn't be treated that way and like yeah we should be getting equal pay we should I don't know I think there's just a lot of things that yeah like different but like equal in respect and dignity like right yes I think we're gonna go into this a little bit more in the next question um but also, like, what are your thoughts on gender roles? So those just... Oh, wait, never mind. Someone else talk first. <laughs> um, yeah, like, traditional gender roles. What are your thoughts on Um, I think they're trash. I think, um, like, I guess when I think of gender roles, like, I think people should be able to be whoever they want to be. Like, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you can't, like, drive race cars when you're a kid. Just because you're a boy doesn't mean you can't play with dolls when you're a kid. Like, kids should be able to do what they want. And then, like, later in relationships, like, even, like traditionally the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. But even if the woman is, I don't think that should be, like, a big deal in the relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I think normal, like, gender roles that we think of, like, I'm glad we live in a day and an age where, um, you know, they're getting more and more progressive in the way that, they're not as stereotypical as they once were. Like, the woman has to stay home with the kids. Like, a dad can be a stay-at-home dad nowadays. And, like, yes. like mm-hmm. 50, 60 think, years ago, that was not heard of. Right? I do think, though, it also, like, that it's funny because we kind of talked about this a little bit with um, when we had the guy episode on. And some of them said that it would not bother them one bit if their wife was the breadwinner. And then some, at least one other person said, Carson, we love Carson, um, said, we just talked about him, like, in the yeah. last episode, that he, it would bother him 100% and that he would not like that. And so I do think that, like, when you're in a relationship, that's just something you'd have to talk about and figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, right. If, if the guy, if his ego is going to be hurt by the fact that, like, he wants to be the provider of the family, 
and don't, maybe that relationship isn't right isn't for right for you yeah like that's just not gonna work um i think i don't know if my opinion is necessarily different um or completely opposite but it is i think it's i think i have a little bit of a difference of opinion on it because i think to say that they're completely wrong is a little bit misleading in my personal opinion um because i think we can't ignore the fact that like psychologically emotionally like women are wired to be caregivers we have that maternal instinct we have that we are created i believe as a christian that god created us to be caregivers and to be mothers and to make the home and all that stuff does that mean that we can't go out and conquer the world and be ceos and make empires and do amazing things no but i think it would be a little bit ridiculous to say that a lot of these gender norms weren't created on something substantial like no it wasn't a lot of it i think in history has shown us that it was some you know obviously like the patriarchy or whatever or we were being um you know mistreated and put into a box and yes all of that is very true but i think it would be um what what's the word that i'm looking for um I think it would be naive to say that it wasn't built on something because I think that women are programmed, like I said, to be caregivers and we have that maternal instinct to love and to give and we oh, we are driven with our emotions a lot more than I think men are a lot of the time and we're just made that way in the same way that men are made to be the protectors, the providers and I think that we have been wired that way. Does it mean that men can't be loving and have that like instinct to care and be soft? No. In the same way, it doesn't mean that men, that women can't go out and be, and make the money and bring home the bread and whatever you're, and build empires. But I think that one does carry more of a gender norm and one carries other gender norms. I think it's, I think us as a society, a lot of the reasons that we're crumbling is because we have just pushed almost in spite pushed gender norms so far to the side Mm -hmm. and ignored them so completely and almost are rejecting them to spite our own face if that makes sense yeah no I totally agree with you on that point like yeah I was talking a little bit earlier before we started the podcast about like yeah the feminine genius and like we are obviously like different than men we just kind of talked about that in the last question but I don't know I kind of think that yeah like there is a fine line of being progressive with I don't know yeah completely like cutting the line out of the picture of generals is probably right. not the best idea I, but in the same way Cal, like Callie said can guys be stay-at-home dads and yeah. stay home with the kids and be caregivers absolutely especially if they want to especially if they, they don't want, want to and you know, like you said like that's something too, right that's something you need yeah. to talk about with whoever you're in relationship with but I think at the same time we can't completely put gender roles to the side because mm-hmm. that's where you you know see um collapses in families and where you see divorce rates spike and where you see mm-hmm. men leaving the home and you know kids getting raised without strong parental figures and then that causes issues and stuff like that so I think like you said there's needs to be a line but I think a lot of, but we need to be progressive in some points too mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion Mim? yeah um I think what we do is this is like on a different but same topic um I think we discredit what it means to be a stay-at-home mom and a yeah. caregiver and yeah. a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we think that going out and making money and providing and having it all 
is this great experience and we discredit what it means to um, stay at home. And I think it like is different because yeah. we undervalue it. But I also realized that 50 years ago, women were washing clothes by hand and probably not 50, probably like <laughs> 75. Right. We know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, I forget that it's 2020. I still think it's 2000. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wasn't have, even yep. alive then. Um, but um, yeah, it was difficult and it was more respected at the time because you are looking after probably seven kids mm-hmm. and cooking a meal, not heating frozen food up in the like oven. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a vacuum cleaner. You are beating rugs outside on a hanger. And there's more physical. There's a lot labor. more physical. And I think it was much more respected. And you were mending clothes and sewing clothes. And you had yeah. to provide all that. And you had to know how to... Um, it was like a role in your part as a society. Right. And I think now... Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. <clears throat> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. Sawing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Since we do have technology, it has made the homemaker life a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. And so it has become devalued. And so women are looking for a place to take a step in society. And I think that's where we look to trying to um, be like CEOs. And that's not a bad thing. And I love that. And I love families where... I know people like dad is breadwinner or stay at home dad, incredible man, wife, surgeon at Mayo. Like that happens and that is amazing. I think God has created for them in my personal opinion. Like Mm -hmm. he created them that way. Um, But yeah, like the same thing, like couples Mm -hmm. should look to each other and find somebody that they shouldn't both want to stay at home. Right. They have that conversation before you get married and have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think there's a happy, there's a happy Mm -hmm. balance between we've made so much progress and now there is options. Cause like even back then where it was, like yeah. you said, more respected for, for women and it was a harder job to be a stay at home yeah. parent, um, to be a stay at home mom, honestly. Uh, also women weren't even given the option yes. that they were. And today. that's why I'm grateful that there are the options right. too, because you know, not everybody's going to get married. Um, right. I was thinking about this cause fun fact, I'm three years younger than everybody here. I was a <laughs> freshman when they were in like seniors. So that's all. But Min was cool. She was I a was cool, cool freshman. Yeah, she wasn't a regular freshman. She was a cool freshman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but now I forgot what I was pointing. Oh, yeah. So I started in college, and part of me, I love education, and I loved school my entire life. But part of me is like, I also believe in staying home and raising a family. I don't think that women can have I don't think men or women can have it all. You can't be the perfect stay-at-home yeah. mom and have a 40-hour mm-hmm. CEO life. That's... Mm-hmm. yeah. Because who's taking care of your kids, not you? Uh, yeah, right. I don't. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes there are families, like, financially you have to do that. Mm-hmm. And that is, yeah, that's where you're at. And that's hard. And Yeah, but it's like, it's okay. Like, that's, that's okay. Just, yeah. 
you know, you have to That's do what you have to do. A couple has to make. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. Yeah, but it's hard going to college and being realizing that I may never use this degree, but I that I'm still using what I'm learning. Yeah. So it's just right. right. But like all like your dreams and aspirations are just you like oh. yeah. I'm not super driven. I love education and I love learning and mm-hmm. I'm like love it. But you just kind of want a family. I, I want a family and I want to be like a neighborhood. You want to be the mini minivan mom. Yes. I want to be not the minivan mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna drive a minivan. Um, no, I want to be the like. I feel like everyone says that and then they get a minivan. Oh god. <laughs> really? No. The suburban mom. Won't be a suburban yeah. mom. No. What no. are you gonna drive? You're gonna hatchback mom. I'm gonna have a Subaru, okay? Because I'm okay. outdoorsy. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I um, I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Gospel Comes with a House Key, and I know they're all looking at me right now, like, oh my gosh, you've already talked about this book three times this weekend. But it's so good, and it's this woman who has a PhD, but has, like, stayed home. And she still writes books and stuff, so she's still <laughs> Obviously doing using. some stuff, yeah. She's still doing some stuff, but she just is talking about the importance of, like, opening your house up to your community mm. and just being hospitable. And that's yeah. what you desire. And that's what I desire, and so it's just hard to, like... Okay, so um, I'm, Sorry, trying, I'm, I'm kind of tying this into another question that someone sent in, and they asked... Um, thoughts on biblical womanhood and first off why don't we say because we were like okay what the heck is that exactly yeah this is the first time any of us have i even heard of it so pretty much i'll just say kind of like what we like found on the web and then we'll talk about it wikipedia yeah wikipedia (laughs) um Um, go donate because they're um uh what what is it called uh something that's been a notification for years there's been a notification for things no, I know it's been around forever, but this year they're like, they're like, you guys, we're worse off than we ever have been, and they might have to start shutting down because mm. they run solely on donations. Interesting. Okay, anyways, yeah. it says it adopts a patriarchal view of gender roles and emphasizes passages such as Titus 2 in describing what Christian women should be like. Um, it is driven by the conviction that the virtuous woman serves primarily from the home as a submissive wife, diligent homemaker, and loving mother. And I really feel like we kind of already covered this. Yeah. I feel like we did. But I I, do, there's but a I word in there I really don't like, and that's submissive. The reason you don't like it is because you know you don't know the like biblical term of it. Like what the way it was used in like the Greek. Like the, Enlighten me. In the word like what the the I'm so the Greek meaning of So okay. The Greek meaning of the word submissive, which is what the Bible is saying. When we, when, what, it, it, what is it? Well, Jen, I going to talk about When oh. we, <laughs> so we covered this a lot because you guys, I like, it's a hard topic. It's, it is a hard topic. But one thing that I think when people hear the word submissive, they immediately think in their mind, obedient, obedience and submissive are not the same thing. Um, in the Bible, it's, we were, we're told a lot of the time to be submissive to the law of the land. Which does not necessarily mean, because a lot of the time the law of the land did not meet up with God's law per se. And so what that means is not necessarily to obey it 100% of the time, but it's to submit to the consequences. So when Paul ended up in jail, he was submitting to the law. He's like, I broke the law and now I'm submitting to it. He didn't obey it, but he submitted to it. So it's essentially how they tried to describe it between us, the difference between obedience and being submissive to like something taking the is taking the consequences of your actions and not necessarily obeying it. I think or even just being respectful. Or just being respectful of it. Mim, you're giving me a funny look. Yeah, I don't completely agree. 
Okay, but, what, what do you... Well, I think it is, like, it is that sense, but I don't think that, like, the obeying of the law, I think they obeyed it to the law unless it didn't obey God's law, mm-hmm. in a sense. Like, right. As long as, I think, the law is... Aligned with the aligned word of with God. Aligned with the word of God. Yeah. I think you should obey it. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, is but, like, Obey God's God. law, because, yeah. I mean, God, God's, law. God's law is everything. Obey yeah. God's law, but it always said to submit to the mm-hmm. whatever the law of the land was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think Paul it is humbling... And I think, I don't know, it's hard for me because I think I've had to wrap my mind around it. And it's been, like, a long, tiresome, like, knocking me down, kind of. But it's, God is the head of the, like, Christ is the head of the church to me. And then, like, and then like the like husband and then the wife. And I don't want the responsibility to be the head of the family. No, the husband is, biblically, the husband is supposed to be the head of mm-hmm. the family. Yeah. And well, that is just yeah, a spiritual like, leader. Just, yeah. And that is just how it and is. that is a lot of responsibility. Like, and Christ, the head of the church. And when it comes down to it, it's like, I think part of it is like, us as women are emotional yeah. and all this stuff. And like, I'm Not just thinking, always, but yeah. yeah, but I'm just like thinking of like different circumstances yeah. where like there's been like harder decisions or something like that. And I'll have a talk with uh, Brady about something and he'll like say... I don't have a good example. He'll say whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, I don't totally agree with it, but it's not hurting us. It's not whatever. And I'm like, okay, I need to respect his decision in that. And that's what he wants us to do. And that's what he wants us as a family, even though there's two of us. Um, Okay, this is a little bit off topic, but But somebody said... Can I ask a question about that really quick? Yeah. Well, this goes with that. Okay, but say that you were thinking the same thing. Would he be submissive to you in that aspect then too? This is where I, I love this. Okay, so like I think... Men and women. So, like, women, I think, generally, this is not everybody, but this is, in a general term, maybe it's how culture has, like, produced us, or, God, like, God and culture, it's just kind of how it is sometimes, for the most part. Um, women desire a lot more love and affection. We desire to be loved. Men deserve, like, desire to be respected. Respected, yeah. And I think in this submissiveness, if you continue on in, like, other chapters in the Bible where it talks about marriage and stuff, it's like, the man should be submissive also to his wife but the man should love his wife and the woman should be respectful and submissive to his her husband mm-hmm. in a way of like this is where women struggle because i don't really want to respect my husband so like i'm not married <laughs> or dating anybody so like but you can think you I can, can imagine think, like, yeah i wouldn't really want to respect him all the time but that's what he want like that is that's how he mean. feels that's loved how, that's how he feels loved yes and i feel loved by him uh, loving, him loving me yeah and affection and so i think it's more of yeah. like it's not that you Words shouldn't do, like, I should also love him, but that comes easier. Yeah. And he should also respect me, but that comes easier. Which comes him. with, I think, women being, like, more emotional and the how, uh, that, yeah. So I, guess I don't think I'm it, that emotional. In the but, aspect yeah. of equality, I guess, I think we should just both love and respect exactly. one another. And that's what I think the Bible is saying. Like, I do. So then why do, why do we have to differentiate it? Because then, it was written 5,000 years ago. And also, I think... In its different interpretation. Also, in its different interpretation. But also, I think it goes back to that whole thing where it's more natural for women to be lovey-dovey. And mm-hmm. it's more natural for men to be respectful. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And, like, I mean, you you guys take this all with, like, a grain of salt and just to try to picture where I'm coming from here. But in the, the way, it's like, hey... It's more natural for you to be all lovey-dovey, but I'm not calling you to be all lovey-dovey. And it's like, hey, man, it's not natural for you to be all lovey-dovey, but that's what I'm calling you to do for your wife. It's a give and a take that you constantly have to be practicing within a relationship. And then, okay, so what Because marriage is not about serving yourself. It's about serving other person. Yeah. And also, 
the thing is, is that when God calls men to love his his wife in the Bible, it's men love your wife as like Christ, Christ, Christ loves, loves the, the church. church. Which you guys, what did Christ do for the church? He died. He sacrificed his life. And so it's like, it's not just like, oh yeah, love your wife. It is like, hey, you make every single sacrifice that you can for that Mm -hmm. human being. Mm -hmm. You lay down your life if it comes to it. And then it's like, hey woman, you respect him, you support him in what he does. We're supposed to die to ourselves. Okay. I know you want to move on, but this is so No, I didn't want to move on. I had something to say before Callie spoke and everybody's been freaking cutting me off. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, it's a little spicy over here. Get a little spicy. Um, and this is like not biblical or anything, but there was this one, this guy, and he was saying something to me and Brady once, um, a friend, and he's like, men's work. He's like, women don't want to do it. He's like, example, the family dog is not doing well. Who wants to go out and shoot the family dog? The woman sure doesn't want to do it. Men's work. And so he was just like going through and like naming off all these things that like nobody wants to do. And he's like, men's work. And he's like very, like him and his um girlfriend are like very equal. Like she's, I would say over the top feminist like type of thing, but it's still like there's still like those almost gender roles in a way. It's like yeah. that's what the guy does. Like and and honestly, I, no, it yes. doesn't. But I just thought it was so funny. I had to. But you it. even think about it, you're like, because me, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I can do anything I want to. Like I can go out, I can jump my car myself, I can change my own tire, I can change the light bulbs, I can hang up my own like you know decorations and I yeah. can move my furniture around and I can put my bed together I can do all this stuff I'm physically capable of doing all this stuff I have the knowledge to do all this stuff but let's be honest would I rather I had a man around to do it for me absolutely kind of like mm-hmm. the quote-unquote manly things but some people wouldn't like you know, when Jake's here it. and takes out the trash when Jake's here and he takes out the trash I'm like you know, like, yeah. that feminism stuff, it's catchy, but, like, look at this over here. He takes out the trash. But also, beauty in a relationship. Also, I was driving here, and my car's making some funny noises, and the idol's not completely correct. But me, personally, I'd probably just keep driving it until it broke, probably. Which yeah. is not healthy, but I'm like, I really <laughs> need to marry a man who's going to be like, no, I need to fix this. Yeah. You know? Like, I, like, for everything... Honestly, I would rather you go and fix my car. And you know what, honey? I will stay in here and I will bake you some bread and some yes. pasta. Yes. yes. Like, that is yes. all I'm saying. That Honestly, I thought out the point when we sit here and complain about, like, the things that we do as women versus them as men. And then I think about it in the middle of the winter when it's absolutely freezing and they're out there doing crap. It's like, I would much rather be like what you said. Cooking bread. Cooking bread. And, <laughs> and, and they're warm they'd, like, they'd be like, I don't know what the heck Smell that difference gluten. is between a teaspoon <laughs> and a tablespoon. I'm going to go shovel snow. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like, I don't know. But I think it's also okay like I live in a household like my stepdad loves to cook oh yeah, yeah. and oh, I, think, yeah. I think that's so cool but, and you know what my mom she'll be out taking care of the dogs and Brad will be making breakfast and like there you go that's yeah. and that's I think that's okay too uh-huh. oh, I yeah. think it's all about like the relationship and the people in it like I just spent the week at the farm with Jake and like I was outside in the mud with him every day and I loved every yeah. second of it can I say something? And this he made me part breakfast part. every morning just because he rocks like that. Jake is amazing. Because he rocks Jake. like that. We Jake, love Jake, we love you. Hope you're listening. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to Jake. So what I wanted to say, which is just amazing. So when God created men and women in like biblical wording, it's like, like woman is a helper to man, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The word helper is the same word God uses to describe himself to man. Like God is a helper to man. On this earth. But like, if you think about it, God is everything to man too. Yes, yes. You but know what he I uses mean? Like, that same word. So that's like, like a, that's a deep word. Yeah, yeah it's a deep it's word. Deep. It's not like, oh, I'm your Secondary. Aid. Oh, I'm under you and I'm right. He's helping man. Yeah. 
but we're helping man we're because helping y'all you men can't do it without yeah. us <laughs> no but you know what i mean no it's i get just, what you're saying yeah totally god's not gonna like when women are helpers it's not like this it's not like you just tag along and behind like, and like do yeah. his laundry no yeah. no it's an important like it's a beautiful it's an important role. role like god yeah. plays that role also it's beautiful it's very like anyway, interesting because i think men take on this role sometimes i was watching this is us and they were kind of talking about this a little bit She's like giving labor and she was talking about it. She's like, they, they're told from a young kid to suck it up, to not cry, to be these men and all this stuff. And then she's like, and then she's like, she was giving birth. She's like moments like this, they break down and they're just like a little boy again who needs their mom. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. And I, I mean this like in the best way. I don't mean this in a bad way at all. But I feel like eventually with when you have that completely like raw, um, beautiful relationship with your spouse it is completely broken down like they're a little boy coming to their yeah. mom almost. Like you are. Yeah. Like you are like a motherly figure. I do not want to be my husband. Yeah. In a way. You're their home. You're their home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Brady and I joke all the time that I'm like his mom because he forgets things or I remind like you just have this motherly like caring yeah. aspect to you because that's how God created women to be. And all And to think about twenty different things yes. at once. Yes. yes. Yeah, like because they men, just sure men don't are one thing at a time. Women are like, and that's what thirty. And that is literally right um psychologically proven that yeah. men I can think about Can't one thing at a time, times. and women can think about several. And how men have one box, and they also have a nothing box they can go to. We learned about this in like Sunday school. Yeah. they have a nothing box they can go to, and women don't have a nothing box. Yep. we can't just be sitting there thinking about nothing. Yeah. Which is interesting. We really got to move on to the next topic. Yeah, sorry. Which is, you know what? We'll just I'm gonna pick um, the ones also, that slide into like you guys all go together. Just to disclaimer, this is a conversational podcast. We're having a conversation. Like it's okay. We don't have to apologize. No, we're not apologizing. But also, people like are like I am on the other side, and I just want to like yell at you guys and like tell you what I'm thinking all the time. You guys like take everything we're saying with a grain of salt. Go do your own research. We obviously like go look up your Bibles or what research whatever the heck we're just having a conversation so don't come for us you That's still all. are allowed to have your own opinion. yes for now we, we are not we're not for. saying that like everything we're saying is black and white we're right you're wrong or true even. or true or anything like that or even well researched we're literally just having a conversation it's as opinions. friends yeah i'm okay. singing like Callie does That's all <laughs> okay on. um deal breakers in a guy i just thought we were talking about relationships so this is gonna we're gonna jump to this smoking question. Oh, okay, yeah. Smoking. I grew up with parents that smoked. Uh, my dad still smokes, and I think it's nasty. I think it smells gross. Um, I can imagine being, like, attracted and, like, wanting to kiss someone after they had a cigarette. So, yeah, personally, smoking is gross. And if you have a nicotine addiction, get help. Um, I would say any addiction. Yeah, I second really? that. <laughs> um, like, I mean, if we just really want to go into it, like... Alcohol, nicotine, pornography, we're eating it. I'm like, I'm not here for it. Like, honestly, and like, that seems like so harsh, but Mm -hmm. like where I'm at and the kind of like, I don't know, like almost like there's a lot of stuff out there in the world and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff you can fall into and like, oh, I have all like all the grace and understanding for people who have fallen into it and who are struggling with certain things i get that but like me i'm like dude like so like it's it's hard to not go down a certain path and i put a lot of work in myself to not go down certain paths Mm -hmm. and so i -hmm. need someone in my life who has also made made the the same same commitment and the same choices Mm -hmm. and have put in the same amount of work to not yeah i think it's important to uh, acknowledge with that though like 
like addiction is a disease yeah and it, it, it's real and i mean people can live with it and recover from it though yeah, yeah. Right. And i think oh, that's like 100%. really uh noble of people mm-hmm. but it's probably do, not a but... good decision to be like brand new dating relationship i'm gonna get with an alcoholic <laughs> you know what i mean right yeah. right yeah but like if well, you're married yeah, to maybe them, if you help them get help and then and then eventually become yeah, a romantic right. relationship or you're yeah. already married to them and they become an alcoholic like yeah, supporting you're committed, them and you're committed you need them. to help them yeah, yeah. yeah. totally that's not what we're saying at all. Yeah, no, no. Not, like, yeah, not talking about anyone. I think another um, good one is that you're on the same uh, religious, biblical, whatever page. So, like, for example, we've had this conversation. I hope Megan's okay with me saying, saying this. Yeah. But Megan's not going to get with somebody. Get with somebody. <laughs> she's not going to marry someone, date someone seriously who's not Catholic and doesn't want to raise their family in the Catholic Church, right? Yeah. Um... And I would say and we exact- support that a million percent. And yes. I would say the exact- because even though I'm not Catholic, I know that that is important to Megan and important to her family in the yeah. future. So, but I would say the exact same thing. I yeah. am not going to. I would even go as far as to say like Lutheran and Methodist is I don't want to be with somebody who is devout Lutheran and wants to raise our family in the Lutheran Church yeah. or the Methodist Church because there's things that I disagree with that. And so we need to be on the same page um, with how we want to raise our family. What do you with Catholic? With where Just we believe. Curious. What? You didn't say Catholic. No, not definitely not Catholic either. No offense, Megan. <laughs> um, no, but you just didn't mention that. I was just saying. Well, I was saying Lutheran so I Methodist. I was saying Lutheran Catholic Methodist because they are closer like, to like what I what was. I consider myself non-denominational um, Protestant. Yes, yeah. Protestant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, that's what I'm saying. Is like you need to be like on the same page. So like even if you are Mormon with a non-Mormon like that's not gonna work or no. like if you believe in God and the other person doesn't believe in God like that's not gonna work like right. at all especially when you have children and like mm-hmm. yeah it's and, your world view it's right. how you view right and wrong and and even down to even yourself even the church doctrine how you know are going well, and the to church services are even marriages. so different yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like Megan you probably wouldn't feel comfortable coming to like a church service that I go to yeah would you well I mean I'd be fine going with it but like but I, you're not gonna like you're not probably gonna like enjoy it. I, I enjoy mass. I'm not Catholic. I was gonna say I yeah. I don't love Catholic services, but I'm not Catholic, so because I'm I wouldn't yeah, grow yeah. up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really good. I'm happy that you like mass. Yeah, <laughs> I <love> mass. <laughs> Megan's like. I that. also am a very like. I love tradition. I think, there are, I think that's really cool mm-hmm. in the Catholic Church. Dude, I went to Latin mass in Rapid once. It was Ooh. pretty cool. That's cool. Is it in Latin? Yeah. I've been to Latin. Do you have any idea what they're saying? The, the readings are in English yeah. and the homily is in English, but like, like the I mean, he's just bringing to God. So <laughs> you follow, I mean, I followed along in a booklet because I did, I mean, it was oh, my so first you, time. But in English. Like, yeah. Like yeah, okay. I could read the translation of what he was saying. Mm, okay. Okay. Megan, I want to hear what would be a deal breaker for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, Actual I question. mean, I agree with what you guys are saying. I don't know. I... I don't know if, like, political background is <gasps> That could kind of be good. That's kind of a good one. I mean, oh, I guess if someone... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since I had this argument with a few people in my life, you know, um, mm-hmm. if they were... I guess this kind of goes along with... Re- like, it can go along with religion. I mean, it would definitely be applicable to me. Like, if you're Catholic, you should be pro-life. Unless you're, you know, Joe Biden. Sorry. I had to bring it up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um... <laughs> 
We yeah. don't really understand, Joe, how you're Catholic. Yeah. But just a name, just a name. We're just very okay. confused. It's, it's okay. kind of just destroying people's views of the Catholic Church, but it's okay. I think most people actually understand that he does not actually follow He's the an church. He's, he goes to yeah. church, but he is not pr- yeah. very pr- a practicing Catholic. Right. Is that what you would, how you'd say it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. He <laughs> should be like, technically excommunicated. Like, he should not be... <laughs> He should not, no, he should not be able to receive the communion, like, receive communion. Okay, because cause he's doing all these things that are not. Because he's, like, literally standing in contradiction to church teaching. Yeah, you're church right. Doctrine. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, yeah, pro, like, if you're pro-choice, like, I don't think I could, and that, yeah, like I said, that comes That's back to religion. That's a topic you feel so strong like, about. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I just don't think I would be able to relate to someone on that sense, like. And then when it know. comes to your own family, too. Like, I'm convicted too. about it, so. Yeah. That's a really good point, actually, because Brady and I, for the most part, are the same on uh, political views, but when we have differing political views, we get in, like, some pretty mm. gnarly arguments, and I know couples out there who have completely different political views, and they can't like talk. one right, one left. And they yeah. can't talk about politics, and mm-hmm. honestly, I think, me personally, I like that I can talk about politics with Brady, because yeah. I think it's so freaking important. Yeah. Like, with oh, yeah. all the stuff going on in the U.S., whether like it's right gun, now. whether it's BLM, whether it's abortion, whether it's euthanasia, like whatever right it now. is, I think you need to have somewhat have the same moral. Yeah. I feel like it's it morals. Precisely yeah. the same. Yeah, like I said, we have a few different right. things, but the same moral standpoint where you can come to at least the same conclusion of, like, you're both trying to get the same thing done, even if it's not just in the same way, but you both, like... Yeah. You're pro-life versus you are pro-choice. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that's yeah. actually a good point. Like, I do think politics is important. And some people make it work. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. fine, but I don't want that relationship. I want my relationship to be raw where we can literally talk about anything. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think it's important that you point out you don't have to agree on every little thing. But no. I, I think it's yeah. important that, yeah, you have the same moral compass yes. in the end. And I think it does definitely come down to, like you said, the couple, too. Because I think... Yeah. Because it works for some Because it does work yeah. for some people. And some, and I, I, it's just, it's that conversation you used to have. Hey, it's your home. And I need to ask you a few favors. In the kitchen, there's a spider stuck between the window and the screen. And I know it's dead and technically it's outside, but it's still freaking me out. Can you flick it out or something? Also, just to save some money and it's super easy, could you bundle your home and car insurance with Geico? Last thing, could you take the holiday decorations down? Yeah, I'm one of those. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and... Sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. I'm going to be like, these are my, like, non-negotiables. Yeah. These are my, I think that's the biggest thing when it comes down to, like, quote-unquote deal breakers. It's, here's my non-negotiables. Can you meet all of them? Yeah. And I think it's really important, even if you're, like, someone out there, like, searching for a relationship, to sit down and write that list out. And know your own. And know your own and have a conversation early on in the relationship because once feelings start getting involved, it's really easy to be like, mm, but is it that important? Because he's like really yeah. cute and he makes and like, me laugh. But and he, he makes doesn't want to have like, kids and I knew I wanted right, to have like, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not for him? Oh, I'll have none. Exactly. Because yeah. like, once. That's not being true to yourself in the end. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, that would, I mean, that wasn't even the question. But seriously, write, sit down, write yourself a list of non-negotiables because that's going to Yeah, you should do it now when you're not in a relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you can look back mm-hmm. on them. So my deal breaker, 
is if you don't like Asian food. <laughs> we love that. Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Not, okay, that's like a, like a joke one, but like... Kind of true. I, I, it's important to you. It's important to you. So I grew up in Asia, um, and rice is my favorite thing. And Tell us how, you just Min absolutely I, loves panda rice. Oh, panda <laughs> rice is trash. Honestly, panda Express is fun a fact. Trash. I was in Facts, which is like home ec, and we were told to cook rice, and I like made it like you normally make rice, and I you if you don't know you have water and you put the rice in it, yeah, and then you like cook it under pressure. And it cooks and it absorbs all the water. That's not how you do Minute Maid rice, apparently. What, what were they doing? Minute Maid rice. So you just, like, dump the box into boiling water. And I'm like, Wait. this is not rice. These are rat turds. Like, this is not. <laughs> and Panda oh Express gosh. is just, you know, it's okay if you eat it in the first, like, two minutes, like, a minute. But then it becomes weird. Anyway. I have it's a Americanized. I have yeah. a 25-pound bag of rice in my room right now. Wow, that's Wow. My mom bought it for, for me. That, it's accept, it's Is it basmati or jasmine? It's jasmine, but mm-hmm. I wanted just like two small bags of each. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm picky basmati. about what rice I eat with what With food. what thing, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's not actually my deal breaker, but it kind of is. Um, no, to me, I just really want a man who's like running to Jesus and not even to me. Like, just like so hardcore running in love and growing. This is something I've realized. Not somebody who's just like on fire in the moment, but somebody who's like... Constantly constantly striving and, Mm -hmm. like, growing towards God. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, like, shown in a very flashy way, but just in a very subtly wanting to take on more responsibility Mm -hmm. in, like, the church or, um, Mm -hmm. and the possibility of, like, foreign travel, like, international living, I think, for me. Even though I don't know if that's what I want to do, but just the... They they would be open to it. They'd be open open to to just... conversation, yeah. Yeah. Or the concept, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, though. I mean, like, just, like, striving for holiness is yeah. really attractive. You know? Not even mm-hmm. holiness. Like, just, like, on fire. Like, just, like, in love with God. I don't yeah. know. It excites me. But it's probably not good, because sometimes I meet guys that are, like, on fire for God, and I'm, like, so attractive. But I'm, like, I don't actually, like, like their personality in me, like, doesn't match. But, like, it's yeah. just... I think I think you can still be attracted to someone as a person without yeah. being like uh, interested in yes. them romantically. Yeah. Like there's yeah. some people that I'm very attracted to them as human beings. I'm like who you are as a person is very attractive yeah. to me, and I would love but to not mirror even, like romantically. No, not like, romantically, just, like, not like sexually, not like anything like that. Yeah. It's just like it's like I'm attracted to who you are as a person, character. who you are spiritually, yeah. character, even like fascinated. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Okay, so moving on, we're having some good fun here. Um, in along the same lines of relationships, you guys, best dating advice. I have none. <laughs> okay, I got some to say. I just like came to me. Um, first, this is what I'm gonna be like with my children. There's a couple things. There's a couple things I've got. To Love say. that your podcast <laughs> listeners are your children. Yeah, hi children. Um, first off, I always like it's always like annoying when you pants are like. You shouldn't be hanging out when, like, we're not there. I was, like, dating in high school, some yeah. and stuff like that. And I will say, the sexual drive is a very real thing, kids. And if you don't want to be having sexy time before marriage, <laughs> you gotta have the boundaries. I'm serious. Like, yeah, for serious. dating, for, like, dating advice, because, like, it's really easy to just, like, get it's super comfortable with each other. And you love each other, and especially when you know that point that you're going to marry each other. Like, yeah. You have to have boundaries set and you have to have those conversations and it's going to be, and you both have to be on the same page. Like yeah. if the other person is like, 
oh, I'm just doing it for you, then they're going to cross the line. Yeah. And so that was my first thing of dating advice is on that. Or if you know that? that they're okay with crossing the line, all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe, like, you know, maybe okay it's okay. With this, so maybe yeah. it's okay. And if you are refer both there to, to stop with each other, yeah. yes, refer, like I said, make yourself a list of non negotiables. And you if you do cross that line, like, that's okay too. I'm just saying that it, it's very easy to cross that line. And if you have the idea, like the goal to not cross the line and you have non-negotiables, then you need to have that conversation and you need to set boundaries because let me tell you, it's very easy to cross them. Okay. And I, then, can I have a note on oh, that yeah, real yeah. quick? Because yeah. it's very related. And I don't think that line should be like at where you don't want to like, it's like the next thing past that is like where you don't want to go. I right. think you need to have like, you're driving down a road, you have a shoulder on the side. The line is not at the very end of the road. Right. We don't want to walk up it. and touch the line and get as close to it as possible. <laughs> no, but like if you if you, you no go past touching. the line, you still you <laughs> yeah. you can get back on the road and it's not like you've actually gone. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. like you have like like something yeah. that's probably okay, but you're still like we don't want to go there because it could yeah. lead to other. Things. Yeah. Right. So okay. like I'm gonna be honest for me, I personally I think. I really need to like write down a list for myself. Well, like knowing your, but I knowing your triggers to yeah. like what's gonna like put you in those kind of situations. Yeah, like, that, mm-hmm. It's also really hard though if you've never done anything. Well, this is I'm getting kind of sexual here, but you know there was a listener question that was very sexual, and we decided to cut it out because no one here felt comfortable answering it. But that's fine. Oh, Megan! Megan is dying. I think about your audience and I get stressed out. Oh, it's okay. Oh, don't worry about it. I mean, um, this is important stuff to talk. What was about, I going to say? Too. What was I? Where was I, I going? Being crass I was going to say that I think I like. Sex, oh, I know what I was going to say. Like kissing can just be a very like easy thing to be like. Oh, it's just kissing. And to me, like, and all I of a sudden it's not. And all of a sudden <laughs> it's not. And I honestly, all of a sudden your hands are where. It like the point is to lead to like it keeps leading down this line and I personally I mean I need to actually make the commitment but and now I'm telling everybody on a podcast so that's great but I don't think I want to like be super physical because touch is my love language and that is very meaningful to me and even like kissing I think I think I need I'm drunk just too just too easy to slip up it's too easy and it's not even slip up but just it's, it's about it's about it's a, and it's also about staying above reproach yeah. too you know okay but other things that aren't sexual for best dating advice <laughs> but i'm apparently a prude so. yes Callie. okay i think it is important to like not not for don't force it um never feel stuck yeah if it's not um, no working. matter how long you've been in the relationship um it's important to know like um you know if there's more things than not that you're disagreeing on, like big things. Uh, don't don't compromise on your main things. And you know, Callie, because, you're speaking literally from experience because you yeah. had longer relationships. Yeah, where yeah, and I did feel stuck um, in certain times in my life, and like in the relationship I'm in now, it's just um, it's not worth it um, yeah. to compromise and give away parts of yourself. Um, you know, to that person just thinking that they have to be it. Because um, you've been because, dating for a certain amount of time. Yeah, right? like, whatever. Like, just, like, seeing, like, okay, well, we've talked about marriage, and, like, I see that in our future. Um, you know, if you're not happy and um, you don't see a future and a long, prosperous life for them, with them, like, 
Yeah, don't force it. I know people who never, are like together for six years, like dating, and then they broke up and they yeah. never got back I together. I think and they ended up marrying someone else. You know, the like biggest, it happens. I think the biggest piece of dating advice I could give um, is to make sure that you are comfortable being alone. Because mm-hmm. if you are not comfortable with it just being like, you alone with your friends with jesus whatever if you are not comfortable just being alone and by yourself you will never have a solid ground to stand on when you are in um an unhealthy relationship to then get a lot of time you won't be able to have that push like you said you'll feel stuck to get out of it because i think so many people the reason they stay in it is because they're more afraid of being alone Mm -hmm. and they're more afraid of that that feeling of loneliness and of not having someone there than than they are of what being with the the wrong person Mm -hmm. long term could be and just going off of even you said in an unhealthy relationship but even in a healthy relationship like to have a healthy relationship you need two individuals Mm -hmm. that are okay with who they are and love themselves so that they can love one another. Also, I have something else to add to this because this is really funny that um, one of my professors said this. She said, I was telling my daughter she had one of her first boyfriends. And she's like, and he was a great guy, but I could just tell that she was kind of annoyed by him and didn't love being with him all the time. And I said, hey, like having a boyfriend or like, like they, you should want to spend every single second with them. Like you should not want to be away from them. That is like what love is and like what falling in love is and like what, if you know you want to get married, that kind of thing. Like if you don't like being around them sometimes, like I don't even mean sometimes, like, like Brady, like I guess I get annoyed with him sometimes. Right. Right. But like at the end of the day, like I still want to see him and like I still want to like be with him like all day. I can spend a whole week with him and I love it. Like that type of thing. If you're not enjoying yourself with that person or you can't see them every single day, it's not going to work. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to work. You should never want to leave them. Especially at the beginning when you're in the, like, honeymoon stage. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's my opinion. I have that. secondhand dating advice that I thought was really good. What was it? Um, about realizing your level of commitment. When you're mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. like, when you are just first getting to know each other, we're not. There's no commitment to each other. Yeah. You are just testing the waters and you don't even know if you like each other yet. Don't put yourself in a position where you're more committed than you are, you know? And then when you become engaged, you're not married yet. You Mm -hmm. have not, you are not taking that step of vows in front of like the church and God and like people, you know, and different levels of commitment. It's a a different level of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was really good. And it was just kind of like, don't climb beyond the hundred foot cliff of commitment level and putting yourself a hundred feet up in the air for this person when you haven't committed that level to them. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? That yeah, sense. totally. Yeah. Okay. So guys, we have been talking a lot about deeper things. We're going to move into some more fun, lighter, Yay. bubblier questions. Kelly has one. She's very excited to talk about dry shampoo. Oh, my best <laughs> So, but this is still like all listeners that in questions. So they want to know your thoughts on dry shampoo. Some people are against dry shampoo. She wants to know, what? Are you guys against dry shampoo? Are you for dry shampoo? And what dry shampoo do you recommend? All for it. I live for dry shampoo. <laughs> dry shampoo saves my life on the daily. Two, four, seven. I love dry shampoo. I can shampoo. take a shower and my hair will be greasy before it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, Batiste or Batiste. I, I thought it was Batiste. I don't Batiste. know. Batiste. We're not sure how to say it. You can get it at Walmart, Target, anywhere. Get the big one. It's only like six bucks. Go I go shop. through like a, one a month, which kind of seems like a lot. It probably is. Um, 
soaks up Jenna, that oil. No, Jenna apparently does more. Jenna, I, <laughs> really like, like, I topped off one of your dry shampoos and I was telling them our Cameron about that oh. this summer and I felt really bad because I ditched for the wedding and then I was like, I need to buy Jenna a new shampoo. So shampoo. is everyone here, oh, is anyone here not for dry shampoo? I, I don't really love it. I don't love it. If I use it, I wash my hair. Like it's a... It does build up very it, quickly. It up. I don't and think it's I'm, the greatest for your scalp health. No, I don't and think it, it's like, good. Like some you. natural yeah, oil is good and it's just and kind of absorbing it. But yeah. when you're in a pinch and you don't have yeah, time yes. to shower, very grateful. But I don't think you should go day on, day on, day on. I was going to say my don't dry... Don't me like that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Callie. I was going to say my dry shampoo, this I definitely... Like day five hair. It'll be months it before I have to buy a new one. See, and I don't use dry shampoo and I have to shower my hair. I like wash my hair every day because otherwise it smells like meat. Um, <laughs> um, I wash my hair once a week, and I wash my toys. I, I wash my, my hair twice. once a week, and um, I use dry shampoo quite a bit because my hair gets pretty greasy pretty quick. And also, not even that it gets greasy because honestly, it's not like the worst thing in the world. Like it still looks clean, but my hair is so um, it's fine, but I have a lot of it, so it's weighted down. And it's not, yeah. like, the actual individual strands aren't coarse enough to actually, like, keep it, like, lifted. And so, I, I spray that stuff in there. I get the product build up. Texture. I love it to be, like, I like it to be icky. Like, it's it's gross. I like clean. I like my, my hair to be gross so it looks cute. That's fair. My favorite is also, the Hask Chia Seed Dry Shampoo. Oh, my gosh. That's my it, favorite. It is Jenna's, too. And you guys, it's actually on our Like to Know It right now. We'll go ahead and add yours, Callie. Okay, well, I'd well, like to know it. Any sense. If like, we can get a cute pic of you holding it, that would be great to share on the pod, fam, so they just know how much you love it. Also, um, Not Your Mother, Not oh, Your yeah. Mother's? Yes. Okay, they've changed their formula since the last time I tried it, which was, like, back in high school, but I recently tried it because they were out of the hask that I liked, and it was, like, a coconut flavor, and it smelled like the beach and coconut. And oh, it was yeah, amazing. that good. And it was Not Your Mother, and it's the blue one, and it was the dry shampoo, and it was I was say, I had that one in high school, and I really did not like it. I really I didn't like it. I thought it was, it. like, very thick. And yeah, like, I really didn't like it in high school. It a lot of residue. Yeah, I didn't really like it in high school, but when I tried it this last time, it it, it, it did the job. I still like Task better, but it's definitely up there on, on the list of favorites. Batiste, I'm not going to lie, it's cheap. You can find it anywhere. Yeah. That's why it's my go-to. They do have a lot of scents yeah. they do yeah, they yeah, have yeah. several scents and they, they have, also have a tinted stuff yeah, yeah they have a dark one like because dry shampoo can kind of get like whitish in your yeah. hair which is great so, for like me, people like me who are for like brunettes and stuff on, though yeah. they have a they have a brown one that's kind of cool so, yeah, yeah i think that's really cool and, and it kind of smells like chocolate okay next question um, okay, okay next question. question shaving versus waxing huh? shaving waxing hurts um, i would wax if i could but this is interesting Max. because I... Also cost. I had just told... I told Brady this That's a week nice. ago, and then you guys, I was in the airy fitting room trying on a bikini today, you know, getting my getting my summer bikini ready, and I walked out, and I was like, you guys, I'm really sorry about my situation right now, like, I am not... Situation is not situated. Situation is not situated, and I told Brady a week ago, and then I told them today, I said, I decided, I made the executive decision that I will be getting a bikini wax... This summer, like every month or however often you do it, you have to wait a little while. You have to like grow yeah. up, blah, blah, blah. But I am doing that this summer. I'm in a bikini wax because I'm tired of razor burn. You should report back. I will. Lab. I'm actually going to make Let an appointment know. with Blue. I'm going to call and be like, you like, I want to get a bikini wax. What's the deets? Like, do I, how long does everything got to be right untouched for before we get um, this ripped off? I went to Ulta <laughs> and I got like the home wax kit, whatever. And last summer I did a bikini wax like... 
probably three, four different times. And, and like, three out of the four times, it went swimmingly. And I did, like, my underarms, too. Oh, and then there was a story you told on... I think yeah. you actually might have even told it on the pod. I might have told it on the pod. Legs I, up, AC, blaring. Yeah, and, like, Not had big old burn marks, unwell. like, right along my bikini line, right before a lake day. It was unwell. But the other... Like, that was, was the say, only time it ended badly. So, do you, you go for waxing or over shaving? Um... For the most part, I would probably say shaving but waxing is really nice like if you can afford to get it done professionally i would probably say and we waxing. looked it up because we were callie was like i think it's like a hundred dollars um and it's forty dollars uh the for first... a bikini but 60 for, for the full for brazilian. brazilian yeah six dollars for the full brazilian so i don't think i would ever get the full and brazilian. that was at a salon in brookings in right? brookings but it's a bougier salon and it's in brookings so if you guys are from smaller towns it might i don't know you be cheaper yeah. Maybe bigger towns, it might be more but, expensive. Yeah, yeah. It, I guess it probably depends where you go, just like anything, you know. Okay, so guys, favorite fashion trends for spring and summer upcoming. Like, what what are you looking forward to? I'm a personal <laughs> minimalist. Minimalist. <laughs> oh, that was not on purpose. That was funny. Um, minimalist. I, so I'm I don't not gonna do lie, that. my fashion sense is about five years behind. Um, <laughs> Callie, what did you like today, like, when we were out looking or anything? You bought you bought a couple of summery tops. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Peplum. Am I saying that right? What does that Peplum. mean? Peplum. Peplum. Thank you. It, like, kind of, I don't know. Flares out at the waist. At the, yeah. Well, like, at the Natural midline. Waist. I picked it out. Oh, you like the little, yeah, the little, dot, okay. the little dotted ones? Like, the little Swiss dot. Thank mm-hmm. you. Why? I'm the fashion major, and I'm really struggling over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Megan. Um, I guess we're getting the meat. They're both <laughs> fine. Um... Yeah, it's. I don't know. I just don't have a strong opinion. I really like like basic things. Okay, you do have a strong opinion though. Because when we were showing you stuff today, you. I know what, what I don't like. like. Yeah, you yeah. know what you liked, and you know what you didn't like. I don't really know what I like though. I just mm. know what I don't like. Yeah. You, you know that's a, a that's a start. Yeah. Yeah. That is a start. What about you, Megan? What trends are you into? Uh, yeah, I don't really. I mean, I don't. Megan, you are fashion forward. You are pretty mm-hmm. fashion forward. I don't really know. Your outfit today on point. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, you know what's in. You know what's in. I, you might I have a little bit of like the like is. West River or more like a Midwestern style, but you are definitely in. I like. I'm not yeah. like super bold in my style at all. I like try to keep things pretty plain. But like the shacket. Like a lot of people don't still don't know what a shacket is, and you I have don't one. Know what a yeah, I didn't. You know I, I mean? have never heard the word shacket yeah. until today. Yeah. I don't know. So that's my point. Like, I like. Uh, I like the gingham pattern for like spring i just like think that's fun and you like classy the, what was it that on that Sex bikini checker. you liked was that the gingham or was that mm-hmm. like it was a gingham yeah yeah that was cute what's a picture it's like picture the black and white checker like like the pants she tried on black and white like the yeah it could be had. it could be red and the town's tooth isn't it no it, it's um, a little different like okay. not the exact pants i had but like yeah. kind of similar okay like, look okay show them show them yep. show our picture okay um I feel like I've already talked about, you and I already talked about this in a different no. episode, so we'll just let you guys talk on this. If you have anything else to add, I don't need it, because um, I can go on. So today I purchased purchased a jacket, and that's my favorite spring outfit. I yes. don't know. I don't know if it's a very classy it's jacket. It's very a classy, classy jacket. What color I feel is it? like a professor. It's like a it's light the, green. green. It's the sage green, and I dig the sage green. Everything in my closet It's like is right above green. like the knees or like mid-thigh. Yeah, I got it at Bohm. Um, so shout out to my saleswoman who showed it to me. And made me spend money on it. But it's fabulous. Your choice. <laughs> yeah, it was my choice. But I think I would regret it not buying it. So that's my spring outfit. But I also buy things for like years. So I have a pair of shoes that I wore this whole winter. 
and that's all I wore this winter. And then you also bought a pair Let's not of... talk about everything oh, I bought. Okay, okay. that's fine. It was okay. too much. Um, moving on. Everyone gets one go-to meal idea. Or even how you get meal ideas. Or even how you get meal ideas. Yeah, I, that's fair. What I do is, you guys know like the little save tab, the little bookmark tab on Instagram? Oh, yeah. Whenever I see anything I that someone that. likes, even if it's not like they don't have a recipe, but I'm like, ooh, that looks like a good combination that sounds good for me to eat next week. I just save it. And then I'll either make my own version of it or I'll find a recipe to make it. Yeah. Also, I'll go look at Pinterest for meal ideas and I have a pin mm-hmm, of yeah. things I've never made before. I also have a recipe. Like, I keep all my recipes in the spot. So sometimes I'll just look through them and be like, what yeah. am I feeling this week? Yeah. Um, that's my... Yeah. Um, I will shout out a meal idea for those who like beef. I know Cameron can't eat beef, but... And I know some people have, like, less access to it. Like, I don't know. We have custom beef we take to the butcher and we get it back. And so, like, we get really, like, good roasts, you know, like, for decent price because it's our home-raised beef. But, like, throwing that in the crock pot in the morning, eight hours, you put, like, a can of mushroom soup with, like, Lipton onion soup mix, carrots, onions, and potatoes. I mean, you can, like, definitely alter it to your liking. But, like, eight hours later, on low... What is it then? Roast beef. Like, oh, oh yeah, you put a roast in. I don't know. Oh. If and you said mushroom soup, like cream of mushroom? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like good. so tender and so yummy and, and so easy. with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just like something super simple that you don't really have to think about too much. But like, I mean, I don't really Those get to make meals. that often, but. Okay. That's good. That is good. Does yeah. anyone else have ideas? Um, I've been really digging, um, like garden garden wraps lately not garden wraps spring rolls sorry mm. spring rolls oh, with yes. like the like chewy Vietnamese rice paper rolls. you know yes and some peanut sauce you guys peanut sauce and i yes. like that chili garlic paste that you put in the peanut sauce oh that stuff mm-mm, is super mm-mm. good um i made some the other day and like uh, you do like the what is it called the like sp- uh, the sprigs like the the microgreens or whatever oh, i love micro microgreens and i did like some carrots and some cucumber and some avocado mm-hmm. and then you like just roll it all up and then you dip it mm-hmm. in the sauce and you mm, it's very so good, good very you guys good. sushi sounds so good right now mm-hmm. and it's like and it's light and a lot of times i get home late at night and so i like lighter things at night because i eat yeah. it and then i am only up for like another hour right so you don't want to be like digesting while you're yeah, while i'm sleeping I mean, and i just don't like how i feel the next morning so i've been trying to do lighter meals and then have my heavier meals at lunch so that's a good lighter meal that i like to do at night yeah, yeah so for me i my meals have changed a lot lately i was diagnosed with celiac disease in august and um as i'm just like navigating the gluten-free world i found like gluten-free pasta is like probably the best carb and progressive presents the sounds of the old world the year is 2019 and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium excuse me excuse me oh sorry excuse me you mind if i just squeeze by here this has been the sounds of the old world brought to you by progressive where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019 Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I am a big carb lady. Always have been. Probably always will be. Um, and I make a really good, like, homemade Alfredo sauce. I think it's pretty good. You make it's, a mean Alfredo. It is it's, really good. Hey, Sally, what are you making 
us for lunch tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I'm making the TikTok pasta, but with goat cheese instead of feta. And I'm, I'm super very excited. excited. I'm so excited. excited. And I also got spinach and prosciutto too, and I think it's going to be wonderful. But yeah, I feel my, like you're really my, stepping out of your comfort zone with that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited for you. you I really, me. I really like yeah, for all sorts of you pasta. Were like it. <laughs> lasagna is always a really fun one. Dude, I think. that lasagna you made that one time. <laughs> and the gluten free noodles, like yeah, like I said, like gluten free bread, I really don't like at all. Um, it's really really dense. Um, I haven't really found one that's great. But like the pasta, I like can barely tell a difference. So. That's just, like, been helpful, like, for my comfort zone lately. I tried to obviously not eat it, like, super regularly. But back to my Alfredo sauce. All it is is butter, garlic, cream, and Parmesan cheese. And it's amazing. And you can spice it up however you like. I like, like, fresh fresh cracked pepper in it. Um, Yeah. So I'm a big pasta lady. So those are a couple of recommendations for me. Love that. So I personally, it's like a family favorite, but we don't make it that often. It's called Chicken Marabella, and you can look it up online. Ina Garten's Chicken Marabella. I don't know what recipe my family uses, but delicious. We have it on rice because my family, but <laughs> I think you have it with potatoes. or What is like it? Pasta. What is it exactly? So it's chicken. I was looking it up. Um, chicken cooked with like olive oil, red wine vinegar, um, pitted prunes, which makes it like this oh. sweeter thing. Green olives. Oh, I need to make this. Garlic, um, oregano, black pepper. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, and brown sugar and white wine. And it's- This sounds it's really good. It's so good. I cannot, and the skin gets kind of crispy and it's sweet, but it's like the perfect amount of sweetness. Oh. And it has like this sauce that's like, everything's created and all the juices and you pour it over like plain basmati send, okay, rice. Okay, so send- Basmati. Basmati. Get the stuff. So send right. me that link and we will share that with you guys on the Instagram. So good. So do you like blend it up no. to make the sauce? No. So do you have chunks of prune? It's like slight, like very thin. I, I don't think my family uses prunes if I'm being honest. What I don't remember Marcy being use? prunes. I don't know. I'll ask her. Okay, but okay. it's definitely sweet, so there's something... I'm sorry, I've, I think prunes, prunes kind of freak me out. Like, I'm not a, a picky prunes. eater. I am not so a picky... I'm not a picky eater, but, like... Wait, what? The pickiest person here likes right. that? I think... <laughs> listen, not that picky. Listen, yes, you my whole deal, you guys, just quick little side note, and then we can move on and wrap this episode up, because it's getting a little long. However, you guys, I think that... I'm the least pickiest eater in the entire world. I would like I enjoy Brussels sprouts and like I cooked love spinach. Brussels sprouts. Okay, I am the- okay. I sorry, I have one interjection. I want you to know in college I was known as the garbage disposal because I would eat anything. <laughs> you are so not though. You're all like this is out of my comfort zone. What is this? okay? Well, I you make think- some really like you make very interesting foods like from backgrounds that I've never experienced, mm. and I think that's why. But like. Like, yeah, someone had half a sandwich, and they're, like, going to throw it away. I'm like, nah, brah. Like, right here. Uh, right here. Right here. <laughs> That's the probably garbage where. disposal. Yeah. The garbage disposal. But and she, she'll try. I will yeah, try everything. You will. Though. You will try everything at least once. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Which I really And there really appreciate. isn't that much that I really no. don't like. And, like, yeah, sometimes I'm, I maybe make fun of the like, food you make. But that's also because I feel like I was raised on such, like, a... Standard Mid- diet. Yeah. Like I eat Midwest. What, yeah. You wake up, you fry some eggs and bacon and toast. Lunch, you're probably going to have a sandwich and soup. Supper, steak and potatoes. Like, yeah. that's the life I yeah. live. Yeah. That's fair enough. 
And mm-hmm. I never had any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I hate prunes, though. They freak. No, I don't hate prunes. Do they just freak have me a out. Negative association with them because, because of the old people. Cool? No, no. Because okay. when I was younger, my mom, whenever we were freaking constipated, she would serve. They them. are a very good source. Source of. Um, fiber. she would she would pull out the little bag of prunes, and that was the only time we got prunes. So I think that now oh, I am I associate with it with but you don't even have being to constipated. eat the prunes and chicken marabout. Like yeah, they're but very still, small. it freaks me out. They're like prunes. They just take it out of this. Situation. It's like an olive. If you don't want to eat the olives, don't eat the olives. I mean, it doesn't taste I made like sweet olives. and sour chicken this last week, it's and I so forgot good. how good sweet and sour chicken is. It's so good. Okay, moving on. Okay, um, next question before our final question is, um, how to stay motivated to work out? Um, I think oh, like liking, liking, finding a workout that you actually enjoy. Like, don't force yourself to run if you hate, hate running. Cardio. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to help you, like, want to get up. And I don't know. I think it's more about, like, making it a habit and not, like, having a super strict goal by a certain yeah. time. Like, I want to lose 20 pounds in, like, I don't know, three months or whatever. Like, yeah, just stick to, like, a habit of being, and like, healthy it, lifestyle. Like, you know? Do it because, you yeah, and do it because, it, like, it feels, it makes you yeah. f- feel good like you you actually feel better afterwards like your body feels better yeah you can breathe better you feel healthier um also like for me a couple things that I do when I don't want to go to the gym is I which I know everyone's gonna say that this is a good thing and I feel like I have a lot of healthy habits this is probably one of my not the best is I just take pre-workout I take pre-workout before I go to the gym because lots of times I don't feel like I have the energy to go to the gym and I've stopped taking pre-workout I take it's actually called amino energy and it's supposed to be more natural sustainable energy and I take that and then I feel, and then it gives me energy, and then I want to get to the gym. And also just get up, or whatever you're doing, get your gym clothes on, and take your pre-workout, put your headphones in, and then you're already in the mindset. I always say the hardest part about working out is getting to the gym. Oh, yeah. Once you're at the gym, you're fine. You're fine, yeah. Yeah. And, then and you no- think of every excuse on your way there, but yes. while you're getting ready. Yeah. And also yeah. just do it, because like the longer yeah. you sit there and think about it and do yeah. all this stuff, you're wasting time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'd like to say is, I, when I like my gym clothes and the clothes that I'm in, in yeah, working out yeah. in, I feel I'm way more productive. I yeah. feel like I know you're what cute, I'm doing. You're feeling yourself. Yeah, so I actually like like your workout yeah. clothes. As Cameron's ga- grandma would say, just do it well, before Nike yeah. said it. <laughs> I just told yeah. me this. Just I, do I, it. I think another really important thing is start somewhere. Right. And start yeah. start small even. Yes. Yes. Even if it's going there, walking on the treadmill for twenty minutes, half hour, something like that. And that's all you just do. get yeah. just get comfortable. You know, yeah. the first week or you know, wherever you're going. Or even just going And don't discount. Don't discount just going for a while to go for a walk or something like that. Right. Like and you don't, did something. Don't beat yourself yeah. up for that. No, that's like a starting spot. And I think you can you know, you can just grow like after you know, you get comfortable. Autumn, oh sorry. No, go ahead. Autumn Calabrese, I don't know. I I have Beachbody, whatever. But like her motivational things she says during the workouts are kind of nice. But like the one of the things she says is like the worst workout you can do is the one that you didn't do. Mm -hmm. And like you don't have to be like where you where you want to be. It's like be better than you were yesterday. Yeah. And like another thing. Is that like if you do like miss a few days of working out, like yes, do not beat yourself up because yeah. that is like the hardest thing yeah. to get back you don't live on to the track. No. Yeah, like you're like oh shoot, I messed up two days now. Like I've like completely ruined my whole workout plan. Like psh, this sucks, and then you feel like you lose all that motivation. It's like no, just get back to it. Like you or, just get it back. Yeah, or even like like for me because I 
I have consistently been working out for years, like, yeah. that I go to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, I'm not going to, like, if I miss a day, I'm not going to just not go the next day because it's kind of part of my routine. But I sometimes feel so guilty if I don't go. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, on Friday, I had time to go to the gym after my yoga class, but I felt out of it and I didn't feel well and I had a bunch of homework to do before, like, coming here and, like, and then had to get to work and all that stuff. And I had worked out four days that week already because I usually try to work out, like, five days. Like, it's it's kind of almost, like, an addiction for me. And I literally struggled with, like, feeling anxiety about not going when because I, I didn't get there. And I think that you need to, like, like you, that's okay. I got a there, healthy boundary. Yes, I got that. there healthy four days that week. Yeah. I need to be okay with when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And I, 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 that's, and I know it's not okay. And I told Brady, I'm like, Brady, I feel bad that I'm not going. But I know it's, like, I need to tell myself it's okay. Because I can't push myself. Because I especially, I didn't feel very good after yoga. Yeah. Like, I had donated plasma the night before. And I think I was exhausted, honestly. Yeah. And so I was, like, feeling out of Listening it. to your body is so Yeah. Important. And so, like, I know that I sometimes, like, make, I work out when I maybe shouldn't be working out. But, so also um, be just, careful with that. Yeah, being careful that <laughs> because not too, too yeah. much. <laughs> Megan kind of touched on this a little bit. But I think... Um, at work we've been talking a lot like they've been talking a lot in their meetings and kind of the focus for like this year and our business plans and stuff they're they've been talking about like um, actions as opposed to outcomes Mm -hmm. and it's like if you are just doing actions in pursuit of an outcome you will get discouraged in the middle of performing those actions so like the biggest point is like hey we're gonna do this this and this to promote shoe sales not to not to get our shoe sales up to, you know, a hundred by the end of the month or whatever the heck. But we're just going to continuously, repetitively do these actions because it's what we're doing and it's what we're passionate about and it's what we want to do and we want to get the team excited about it. And then if we don't make it, okay, we're not going to get discouraged about it. So it's all about doing the actions without expecting a certain outcome so if you are just working out to lose weight you're gonna get discouraged and you're gonna want to give up if you are working out just to get definitive abs or to get definitive butt muscles or whatever the heck you're gonna get discouraged and you're gonna want to give up or at least i know personally i do i think a lot of people do so i think keeping that in mind is to do the action to do the action for the love of doing the action because it's good for you to do the action and not necessarily some arbitrary outcome Mm-hmm. That is. I such think a that that point. could be true for like literally any anything in life. Yeah. Honest to goodness. Yeah. I'd also like to see like if you're doing the same workout consistently for a couple of years, like have the same routine and stuff, you might not see progress. You're just gonna see uh maintenance. 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 Yeah. yeah. You're gonna look the same. Yeah. And if you which want to fine. see, and if you want to, yeah, which is totally fine. And you need to realize, be like, I don't see any progress. It's like. Well, you're maintaining a healthy body. Yeah, Yeah, like you're, you know what I mean? It's like, and if you want to see something else, then you probably just need to change your workouts to Mm -hmm. Right. But then like, once you get to that level, level, you're still going to have to like maintain. Maintain that. Which is like, going to obviously require more effort. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Because I feel like my body's kind of looked the same the past couple of years. And sometimes I'm like, dang, I'm going to the gym. Like, why am I not seeing any progress? And it's like, because I'm doing the same workout. Right. Yeah. Like if I want to see more. I was thinking about my full body tone class I've been going to, and I was like, t- I was telling the girls, I was like, guys, can you see any definition in my arms at all? I'm like, I really feel like these these workouts are taking it up a notch, you know? But you have to like right. keep doing that. To, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, it's okay if you're not in a season in your life where you can work out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, I don't, I think it's important to realize that um, a quote unquote healthy lifestyle isn't black and white, honestly, uh, because like me. Bo- 
I work two jobs right now, and both of them are extremely physical, and I'm being active. Like, like you're walking. Two four seven. You're walking like the I'm whole walking time. Yeah. everywhere. I'm lifting heavy boxes. I'm being very active. I probably burn more calories at my two day jobs than the average person who works an office job burns when she goes to an yeah. to the gym for an hour at the end of right. the day. You know, so I think being honest with yourself about like are you in a season of your life or even if you're like super busy with school and then plus a job and you're trying or, like, to raise if you're a, kid a waitress or, like you're running whatever around your feet a lot. you know be honest with yourself like yeah like going to the gym does not mean like you don't necessarily need to go to the gym to make sure that you are staying active and being healthy mm-hmm. yeah. so if you like be honest with yourself yeah. and honestly you might not be in a time in your life where going to the gym is a realistic thing for you i only get to the gym probably twice a week like and that is pretty dang good for me most That's of the amazing. time. That's amazing. That's amazing for me sometimes. I don't go to the gym. Um, also, I don't like it. I will never, and I have said this before, sometimes it, mm-hmm. like, literally nothing motivates me to go to the gym. I can't even sit here and say, this is, what's, this is what motivates me because I have never ever in my entire life been motivated to go to the gym ever, and that's when discipline comes in. Yeah. You guys, and I will never enjoy working out. It is not something that I enjoy to do. I enjoy, like, swimming. Uh, for fun like not laps not like that kind of thing i enjoy just splashing, for fun i enjoy splashing around going in the out a slide <laughs> like du- like jumping off the diving board and then swimming to the ladder like that is my version that of sounds like, so fun right now that sounds so fun. Swimming. but the thing is like running a cardio lift like lifting weights squatting whatever the heck it happens to be biking anything like that I don't like it. Even, like, going on, like, a walk and, like, talking with a friend. I'm like, cool, can we, like, go, like, sit down and have a cup of coffee and do this instead? Like, I'm <laughs> I love that so much. So, honest to goodness, you guys, you could read all the motivational things in the world. You could have the best, baddest playlist out there. You could have the newest workout clothes. Whatever. Sometimes what it's going to come down to is discipline. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to come down to. And that is going to be my best advice because I have never liked working out. I will never like working out. I at least don't foresee it happening anytime in the future, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to discipline a lot of the time. I hate gym environment, so I want to go on hikes and... And some people don't like that. Right, which is some fine. want to play tennis mm-hmm. or they want to play I want to play tennis and I like go. doing those things. Yeah. So maybe not necessarily working out, but just like, yeah. just like being active. Yeah. Just being active yeah. in general. Don't, yeah, don't think it has to I be don't. in the gym. Right. Yes. It doesn't have to be in the gym. Because some people do just hate yeah. the gym. But I whatever don't. version of it is, you might just have to come to the realization that you will never be motivated ever and it will just have to exactly. come down to discipline. Like, heck, if you're lifting calves to the barn during calving season, that's freaking work. That is freaking work. Like, a lot of farmers or ranchers, they're getting their physical exercise also me and Callie Callie's been a CNA for a lot longer um and knows but like that after working 12 hours or you're probably you know, longer you're like nope I don't need to do anything else I lifted yeah. a 200 pound person today yeah, like absolutely I'm well, good. simultaneously walking over 200 or 200 <laughs> 20,000 steps yeah like, in a 12 hour shift like that that's I'm like total more. that was my calves after oh my gosh yeah Okay, kids, to wrap this up, uh, everyone's going to go around, except for me and Donna, because we literally did this in last week's yeah. episode. Don't you think we don't yeah. need to do this? And tell us what your plan is in five years, your goal in five years, something you want to accomplish in the next five years, just anything, really. Um, just some forward thinking. Some forward some thinking. Some forward thinking. Yes. L- last last thoughts, last, in case yes. we don't get you on here for another hot minute. Five years. Oh, I'm the youngest, so... I feel like it's not as stressful. I mean, I plan to just graduate college. In the that's next, honestly true. That's you have four years. Year. Yeah. Four more years. Um, 
so BSN Wild. I know. You guys are all done, and I'm, like, just starting. I mean, I, I never year, started, so. so kudos to you. Pushed you. <laughs> Jenna can still yeah. go yet. <laughs> yeah, um, and then probably, like, that'll be, like, my first year of job, I guess, in five years. Um, I don't really have any plans besides that. I mean, I would enjoy being in a relationship at the end of that, like, the last couple years so you know that's, that's what I that's what I told myself knows? too <laughs> I know exactly like this is not <laughs> right that's okay forward that thinking comes. forward thinking we love that we love to hear it I'm also okay with um being the evangelical version of a nun whatever that is never been just basically um I don't know like it kind of like fascinates me I know so many older women that are like single and just love God and it I, I if that it's quite inspiring. It is it takes really a very inspiring. it takes a very special, strong woman. Yes. It's to quite inspiring when I'm it really is happy inspiring. that it was not my life. But yeah. I think I'm a um I'm a verbal a processor. It I, is a calling. It is a calling mm-hmm. in itself to stay single, honestly. Yes, Kelly, that is a very good point. Anyway, so I've like, been thinking about that recently, but I also am not like rejecting the fact that like God could be somebody in my life. You're you're open to you're you're very open to whatever yeah. the big man but upstairs I, has in store for you. But I also am a verbal processor, and I would need a dog. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so going off kind of what you said there, um, as I'm thinking of, like, my plan, uh, my great-grandma, she still always says, like, we plan and God laughs. Yeah. Because, like, he, he knows what's going to happen. He, you know, he he wrote the plan. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess for me, um, yeah, come August, I'll be moving in with one of my college best friends, Drew, in Kearney, Nebraska. Can't wait. Um, very excited to start my nursing career down there. Um, not sure what specialty I'll be working in, but um, hoping to get lots of really good critical care experience in my first couple of years as a nurse. Um, in five years, do you plan to be married and have babies? Um, I I I see myself married in five years. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll be twenty eight, which kind of makes me want to puke. Thirty, like really close. Um, so yeah, I guess I would think I would probably be pregnant. Um, yeah. At least somewhere I'm, in there? Kind of starting a family, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be nice. I don't know. We'll okay. see. Um, yeah, the plan is to move to Kearney, see how I like it there. My boyfriend lives, um, on a farm a little ways out, so, so see weird. if I can... Five years. See if I can see I don't myself like that for me. growing a family there and my life and if so if that's god's will then yeah we'll get married and that'll be that megan uh, <laughs> it's a little stressful to think about just because i mean i don't really know what i'm doing in my life and i feel like i there are a lot of different ways that like different paths that i could go on and mm-hmm. yeah just trying to be open to god's will which I mean, like I want to conform my life to his mm-hmm. and like will for me. So, I mean, I maybe go back to school after I don't know a year or so of my job. If I have an opportunity to do that, I would maybe consider that for sure and get um, your master's correct. Yeah, um, but I would like maybe consider law school, like working. I don't mm-hmm. know, just working as a meat inspector. Like we have to follow federal regulations, and there's a lot to do with laws actually in the egg industry that, I don't know, it seems really prevalent at the moment, especially with 
yeah, country of origin labeling, which is a different topic, but, <laughs> um, I ideally would like to be married and maybe possibly, I know five years like can be a lot, a lot of time, but also it can be like, I don't know. No pretty, time at all. Pretty or... quick for some people. It's like, oh, I don't know. But it would be nice to be at least in a relationship. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. See yeah. what, yeah, God's plan is. Kelly again. Sorry. I kind of forgot. Yeah. I would think about going back to school, I guess, in the next five years yeah. too. I mean, I, like I was thinking about it the other day and like. This is my sep- I'm in seventeenth grade right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Like I've all I've known is school. Like what I would you go back for? Uh, probably my nurse practitioner or um, like a certified like a CRNA, a nurse oh. anesthetist. Um, do those really guys cool. make bang? They do. They make they make pretty good money usually. So um, Callie's gonna be buying us supper when we all go around. <laughs> maybe we'll see. But yeah, I think like continuing to learn all the time is really cool. Mm-hmm. And like. There's just really cool opportunities in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, and Megan even, was saying how, like, she's studying agriculture and doing these things in agriculture, but, like, how law plays in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep There's learning so your whole things. life, guys. That's, That's what I was about to say. Advice. I'm like, even if you don't go on to use it, like, anyone ever who, even if they, like, spent, you know, all this money on, like, an education and ended up being a stay-at-home mom, they're like, I will never, ever, 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 ever regret. What? Regret. <laughs> regret. <laughs> Regret for doing my education. No, 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 Also important to note, like, say for instance, Jenna, Jenna didn't go to college, but like, it doesn't always have to be formal education. Like, no, yes. go out of the way to educate yourself too. Yeah, yeah. like Read do books. do your own research, guys. Once I wrote "No Regrets" on my chest, remember that, and yes. I just felt it wrong, and not even the wrong wrong, not the right wrong, but the, the wrong wrong. For the reference, what movie is that from? Girl, it's a meme. I don't know. No, it's that like meeting the Millers. We're the Millers. We're the Millers. Yeah, that's a funny movie. We should watch. It's that. Also, kind yeah. of a bad movie. Yes. All right. Well, we're gonna go note, watch like, We're the Millers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, no regrets. Thank no you guys regrets. for joining us for this little conversation, answering some questions, getting into some top like good topics, some deep topics, uh, some light topics. We hope you learned something, or at least you know what dry shampoo Callie loves, and you're gonna try it. Um, you might be on the other side screaming at us because you disagree. We don't really care. This is our podcast. We do what we want. Um, but we love you and we hope you tune back in again next week. And leave a good review. Oh, yes. Thank yeah. you, Megan. Yes. Go Megan. subscribe if you're not subscribed. Yes. yes. If, you, if you wish to share your opinion, I'm sure Cameron and Jenna would love to yeah. hear it. We, we actually love your DS. Wow, you guys are really good. A third note from him, I've eaten half a block of brie tonight during, during this, podcast. this podcast. Oh, one other plug. I don't know. I know we're like pretty far into the year. And I know, like, a lot of listeners, you might not be Catholic, but you might be interested in reading a Bible in the year, the Bible in a year. There's a Bible in the year podcast, and oh. it is really oh. cool. It's like 20 minutes a day. Father Mike reads the readings. Okay, well, do you want to share it on our Instagram, Megan? If you want Yeah. To. So okay. we'll share that on the Instagram. Um, rate, leave a review, um, slide into our DMs, at Coffee and a Combo Podcast on Instagram. Oh, geez, if anyone wants to follow on Instagram... Well, Megan is not on Instagram. It maybe is like on a major like phone break, and um, Callie hardly ever posts. But um, but we'll tag them all anyway at Coffee and Combo Podcast <laughs> on our Instagram. We'll tag them on the Instagram. Picture. And if you have I any further questions for Instagram. any of us, hit up the DMs. Callie uh, wants to just talk to you. Yeah, I know. I'll, like that Alfredo recipe, like for real, it's pretty good. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, just saying. I could probably give it to Cameron and Jenna. But if you really want it, hit us in the DMs. Hit us in the DMs. All right, you guys. We love you, and we will. You will hear us again. 
next week. Hey, what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these days. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not to da or any da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.